Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, our hot topics are brought to you by Geico. Slim has our hot topics. Let's see how we do today. Let's start off with the topic everyone is asking themselves as we reset another week of staying at home. How are we doing? Scale of 1 to 10. What is our mental state in a current week three of working from home? I'm going to stay at an 8. Wow, okay. All right. So that's same as same as last week. Is that correct? Yeah. And what is keeping you at an eight? Because that is that is reasonably high. Uh, you're going to get new energy when you have a puppy, and that is brings brings renewed um, responsibility, jobs, things to keep you going. The puppy's always happy, wants to play, so you got uh, a lot going on with that. I thought when you told us you were getting a puppy, originally I thought, what a weird time to get a puppy. I mean, in the midst of all this, and then I thought about it for more than four seconds. What a great time to get a puppy. Absolutely brilliant move by you. Yeah. Kind of father of the year stuff potentially going on there. I was very, very impressed and living vicariously through it. Yeah, but I wish I could take credit for that since that was decided about six weeks ago. Didn't really have any choice. It kind of fell when it fell, and there you go. But, so yeah, we'll take credit for are you're you right. Saying you started the corona- are, are you saying you started the coronavirus? No, sir. Okay. No, sure. no. Didn't know. Kind of felt like we could spin it that way. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. Then uh, for the record, Jay did not start the coronavirus. Thank you. <laughs> but he did. He did time it out. That was lucky timing for you guys. I mean, everybody's here. Plenty of people to do all the things that need to be done. And it is better for the dog. Obviously, you know, you have people are home, whereas it's a lot harder if, if, if you know, you get a new puppy and nobody's around and your busy schedules, you know. It's not as great. Wouldn't be for us anyway. Now, even in quarantine, are the boys still avoiding picking up the dog poop? Yes. Good. Good Status. boy. Good St- boy. That stays the same. KJ, Jaybird's an eight. The dog has given a new life to the Daniels household, which I love. KJ, where are you at? Yeah, I'm going to give an honest answer and say uh, I think probably like a four right now, but on my way to hopefully back up to the eight again. It's just... Last week I was at Judy's house and it was great. It was it was awesome. It, it that was an adjustment when you get there, like a whole different setup, all that stuff. But then got adjusted to it, and then because of work schedules and all this other stuff, I'm back here at my house this week now, and I'm going to be staying here because she's got stuff handled there and it's all good. And so I'm back here now, and coming back here, I then realized I had to redo everything. And I started to change up my room, and I didn't get it all the way finished. So I'm not happy with how everything is in here yet. But I do think by the end of the day, when I get it all rearranged the way I really want it, it's going to be, it's going to help improve the overall mood. Does that make okay. sense? I found, yeah, yeah. I found that the home office, making that space that you really enjoy, and it's close. It really makes it easier. So that that that'll bump it instantly from a four to a six and then just getting over the not being around judy and the girls will take it may stay at a six let's just be honest um i just couple things like when a child moves out sometimes parents will say oh well we turned their room into a blank which might be something they've always wanted to turn a room into like oh a gym or our you know our uh 
who knows, craft room or, oh, it's our little reading room. So when you left for a week, did TC turn that into a drinking room? <laughs> no, you know, he didn't. But Coop, who is working from home, said, hey, do you mind if I use that desk? That setup is pretty sweet you have in your room. And I'm like, <laughs> go for it, man. So he had put his stuff in here. So I felt pretty oh bad gosh. that he had to move his stuff. He, he doesn't mind his setup in his room either. But this is just definitely a little bit roomier and better. And right. so he was like, yeah, you know, whatever. So he's back into his room. But uh, <laughs> it is TC is not allowed in my room. <laughs> I'm telling him it's because of the virus thing, but it's just in general. What did he, he doesn't do? need to know? He doesn't. There's nothing he needs in here. Moving back he, into your house, did was there anything that they had done that you were like, "Come on, guys"? Um, cleaned. I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I give him credit. It was TC had moved where his home studio was. His home studio was on the island, basically in the kitchen. Because hmm. there's a bench and it's just a good spot for him to set up, and that's where we set him up originally, because. The desktop computer sets on a stand-up desk. Well, I moved the desktop off that stand-up desk and moved it into here so I could have two computers and do more stuff. I figured, we're going to be in this for a while. Let's make it as cool as possible. So that's what I had done. So that stand-up desk was just sitting there being wasted. And I'm like, TC, my man, you got to move to that desk. And he's like, oh, I might, I might, I might. Well, he did. And he loves it. He's way happier on that desk. And then it gets the, the kitchen island all cleaned off and so everything was nice and and clean so i was i was happy to see that because okay. after being at judy's where everything's you know she's a clean freak and i love that about her and so she keeps everything super clean i was like i am you know, really particular about everything being clean right now when i get here i don't want to get exposed to anything and luckily they they were good they were on it I did not see, and we're going to talk some Joe Diffie here in a second, but I did not see the latest quarantine cooking with Kevin. Was TC happy that his, his series can continue now that you're back? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we, were, we had talked about how we were going to record some and, and send it back or whatever. It just was one of those that didn't know how long I was going to be at Judy's, so we just wanted to see where her schedule went and how things went, and this is uh, it worked out to come back. So he's excited about that. This week is Kids Week, I will tell you that. It's Kids Week. I've talked about it on the air before, the amazing Kevin James hot dog sandwich. Maybe the yes. simplest recipe will do, but it's yes, important. Yes, yes. It's Kids Week. We're cooking for the kids this week. What was last night's? Uh, it was the amazing hot dog sandwich. Well, that one was on last night's episode. Okay. Yes. And, now and I think, I don't know, what were, the, what were the ones before that? The breakfast sandwich? Breakfast sandwich was before that, as was the Instapot, showing the Instapot oh, off. Oh, yeah. And then, a, and then Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and I think uh, we've got the romlet coming up on Wednesday. Okay. And then it will be time for a new, uh, you know, a new episode. And I believe we're going to dive into my chicken meatballs. And you can check these out on the Coyote Country Facebook page, also on the Coyote Country Instagram. They are worth watching, and they may give you some ideas for stuff to cook this week, which I feel like the internet is is loving cooking ideas during the quarantine time. And I feel like the ones you guys have made are all things that that you could have around the house. Like you, It's not like ridiculous items to go find and buy. They're pretty generic, which I enjoy. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty simple stuff. Like, I'm not going to cook anything amazing. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Got to know your role, man. Uh, Has TC, has TC, because he is someone who is not a crazy cook, has he started to enjoy potentially cooking more now that he's part of quarantine cooking with Kevin? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's not. He is the guest cook on the Romlet because he he has done them a lot and he does a great job with it. But he just kind of I mean, he made it clear to me. This is like where my cooking begins and ends. If it's not in the microwave, he he asks he wants to do an episode of microwave popcorn for him. And he could do that. (laughs) Okay, very gourmet, I'm sure. Yeah. Let me ask this one because he's been doing. You've been cooking and he's been making a drink. Did he really just butcher Kids Week at the end by making an adult beverage during Kids Week? <laughs> no, sir, no really... drinks allowed this week. It's Kids Week, man. Okay, because maybe Atta I was hoping boy. he would make like a kids drink menu item. That wouldn't well, be we, bad, actually. Like, a Yeah, we thought about Kool-Aid. it, but again, when you're limited to what you have in the house, we that's I said, let's try to do a kid's drink. And then we realized we don't have, we don't, just yeah. don't have anything. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. I have water. I mean, I could have done uh, a water for him. <laughs> uh, water with sugar, heat it up, call it tea. I, I was, I was happy. One of my buddies, one of, she made a menu for her boyfriend. They are quarantined in, in uh, Tennessee. And she was bored and spent the day creating a menu and made made a restaurant in their dining room called Quarantino's. Nice. Quarantino's Chop House. And then had a menu with all these really witty food names on it, like masked potatoes and stuff. Oh, that's great. And it great. looked so great. I was like, well done, Carrie Beth, like getting the job done. I was very jealous of it. And now it's like a great thing to plan this week if you have the family. Because even though like that was just – Two people doing that uh, and just for date night. You do that for kids, they're going to be even more amazed. If you have a menu and it has all these funny little things in it, that's going to be the greatest, easiest night of your life. Yeah, and you can obviously you only put stuff on there with, that you have in the house, so it makes it like, hey, now I also know what I'm going to have. And as the week goes along, maybe the menu gets shorter. Absolutely. So uh, just an idea out there. I saw she did it. Some other people were doing that with the menu and and trying to make the, the dining room or wherever your dining room table is have a little fun. I know Max, our buddy Max from the Friday show, they did dress up dinner over the weekend. So. All three of his girls got to get into like one of their princess dresses or whatever it was. Max and Meg dressed up. They made the table look awesome, and they that's did cool. like the the nice dinner night. And I guess the girls loved it. Just that's the way. To, that's just going to be a great way to survive this. That's awesome. Yeah, I it really that. is. The more fun stuff you can do like that, it's just it is going to be, you know, it's going to make a huge difference. I wonder if I could get no shorts at the dinner table passed in this house. I mean, two teenage boys and me. You can lean into that, though, and try to do sports bar night. Okay. Like jerseys? Yeah. Like, well, just the normal stuff. But then the menu can be like an equivalent of if you're at like a bar. Oh, like like wings and poppers. Yeah, like bar food. Yeah. And then play an old old Gonzaga March Madness game on a phone or an iPad at at the table. That's a great idea. I don't know. There's, I, I just, I love watching. And Kevin's been doing great stories about people being creative. I just, I love seeing stuff like that, and I love 
watching roommates or oh. uh, families, whoever is living together. I love like the camaraderie that it shows at least for three hours or four hours, whatever it may be during that time. Then you can fight all you want after that. Okay. <laughs> you bet. You can have at it. Speaking of creativity, there was something I saw yesterday that I wanted to share, and I've forgotten about it because I'm getting older. Uh, but you just reminded me, Slim, of the creativity. And I don't know if it's something you could pull up and play a snippet of or not. It's on Instagram. It's on Jimmy Allen's page. And Jimmy Allen did one of the live videos. Like, there's been a lot of those, you know, folks doing the live streams or whatever. But uh, we had a great, two great ones on our page over the weekend with Dylan Carmichael did one and then Dylan Scott. We had It was an all Dylan weekend right. on the Coyote Country Facebook page. But those things are really fun. And... Jimmy Allen did one, but then he just posted like a one-minute clip of something that I hope becomes the most popular thing for all the artists to start doing. Let me ask and what you he this. Did was, is it clean? What? Yeah, it's totally clean. Okay. It's just him singing. Okay. I've got it for yeah. you right here. Here's Jimmy Allen singing. Where I come from, getting dressed up me. Button-down shirt, a good pair of jeans on the Sunday supper without cowpings. Dad was born, the Christ was king. Friday night was living for the last so come on and I turned to realize when I turned 21. Something about me that I can't change. I'll always be the man that home made. Home made me love the dirt road. Home made me crave so I go for home made. Now, you may realize there's something different about that. It's not his song. <laughs> right? Correct. So he just posted at, you know, Jake Owen Official or whatever. I just decided I was going to sing a little bit of one of my favorite yeah. songs on the radio right now. That's awesome. And he posted it. And then Jake Owen responded, dude, I love this. We should yeah. start sing the single where we sing one of our favorite singles on the radio right now. That's not ours. That's great. I and love that bunch idea. Of, a bunch of the artists chimed in and they were all jumping on it saying, yeah, this is great. So I am hoping that that becomes the new thing where they all just sing each other's songs. Because how, how cool is that? I love that. I had not seen that. That is awesome. Of course. And by the way, Jimmy Allen, can you sing at all? God, he's That's good. ridiculous. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's a very cool idea. Coming up, we'll nominate who should sing what. That's awesome. The big 99 The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Going one night just to see one of the artists. Oh, I'd consider it. He's up. Do that again? He's up. Kevin James. How would Dirk Bentley say his name? Dirk Bentley. And what about Thomas Rhett? That's Thomas Rhett. Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> Kelsey Ballerini. Mm -hmm. Morgan Evans. That's Morgan Evans, eh? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Uh, to Rick off our text line, we Rick, we want to play that uh, Joe Diffie song real bad, but we're having problems on our computer, and we can't, we can't get that song. We're not in the studio, so it's a little harder, more hoops to jump through, but what all of us here, all three of us, wanted to play Ships That Don't Come In, but... We unfortunately we're not. I don't think we're gonna be able to do it, and and I apologize. But it is. I think Kevin, is that your favorite Joe Diffie song, or one of your favorites? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's right up. It, here's the deal with Joe Diffie. It's like, it's the mood thing. Like, yeah, there's no doubt about it that I love 
ships that don't come in. Probably, you know, the best song overall, the message of it. However, if you're in the mood for love, So Help Me Girl is unreal. If right. you are want to go to the bar, Honky Tonk Attitude is one of my – I play that thing at Nashville North all the time. And if the devil danced in empty pockets, also that, that's my problem. Yeah. I did, just feel like he has the best mood songs for me to where it's like – For sure. Depending on my mood, uh, it, it can vary which Joe Diffie song I love the most. Slim, do you have a question that you want to ask about Joe Diffie? Well, I was gonna. We were looking at the Joe Diffie, the Joe Diffie number ones. He only has five number one songs. Okay, five number one songs. He has released over thirty, like thirty-eight singles. Only five number ones. That doesn't seem like a very high percentage of number ones to songs released. No. And I'm looking for the ones that back in the '90s we missed on. We what what songs did we miss on? Back in the 90s, that should have been number ones. Now, let me tell you the number ones he has. Here are his five number ones. Joe Diffie had his first single ever, Home, was a number one song. If the Devil Danced in Empty Pockets was his second number one song. Third Rock from the Sun was his third number one. Then Pickup Man, and then Bigger Than the Beatles. Those are his five number one songs. Wow. What, what are the, hey, what's you the biggest had us snub? Guess, I don't think we would have got that even close. Well, yeah. No, because he would have guessed. You would have guessed John Deere Green. Which ended up, the high, it peaked at number five. And you would have guessed Prop Me Up. For sure. And where was where was that one at, Slim? Do you know that one? Prop Me Up, I'm looking real quick. That was number three. Okay. That went to number three. Okay, and then uh, obviously Ships That Don't Come In. Went to number five. Okay. So he's one of those artists that didn't get all the number ones, but has a ton of top tens, which is always weird. Like, the that part of it's weird to me where it's like how did they not get the number one they made it to three or five but they just they didn't get all the way there that's crazy well and then i i just kevin remember uh is it cold in here that was another one i i could see maybe not a number one but it's probably a top 10 was that a top can you find that one slim is it cold in here cold in here i'm looking for it right now it was number five again a top five i mean here you go here here's how his career started Home was number one. His second single, If You Want Me To, was number two. And then he got If the Devil Danced, number one. Another number two with New Way to Light Up an Old Flame. Oh, and yeah. Back-to-back, five, uh, back-to-back songs topped, uh, hit the charts and started to go up and topped off at number five. Is it cold in here and ships that don't come in? The, both of the, like, so his first six songs were top five, but only two of them went number one. Right. And two of those you guys had mentioned is potentially being number one songs. So it is so weird to see like his run of songs that just didn't make it. I'll give you a couple more. So help me girl ended up uh, topping off at number two. Okay. Yeah. At number two honky tonk attitude made it to number five. What in the world? And, and see, that's a, that's a different era too. It's it's legitimate apples and oranges. It's if that's today's day and age, somebody doesn't have that many number twos because the record labels hang on to them longer, and they would just keep pushing and hopefully get a number one out of it. Yeah. But to have that many number twos, I don't know, that's just crazy. Well, I would love yeah, to go back. Top fives. I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. You're right. It doesn't it doesn't happen like that anymore. Where if a song makes it into the top ten, they're going to work real hard to try to get it to number one. Where back then. They wanted to get the next single out because it was the only way you could sell albums was by getting each single out to promote that album. There wasn't all this 
you know, there's so many other ways now to promote your music. I, yeah. I would love to go through and see the songs that that were number one the week that he was number two and like number right. five. Yeah. Like I'd love to see what those songs are in the mid nineties because we talk about, Oh man, what a, how does he have number two? But I guarantee you those songs that are number one, you look at and go, well, dang it. That's a, that's a legendary country music song, right? It has to, it has well, to be that way. And it was that weird thing in the nineties too, where a, you know, a Garth song or a Tim McGraw song would be number one for like eight weeks. Hmm. Where that also doesn't happen anymore. Right. No, no. Yeah, that's not a thing now. Uh, I was going to share this post with you yesterday because it was one. Uh, you know, a lot of country stars obviously were posting about Joe Diffie yesterday, and I saw this one from Dirks Bentley last night. And I I thought it was like just perfect. I thought, eh, this kind of sums up what everybody else kind of says about Joe Diffie as well. But I just wanted to share it if that's cool yeah. from Dirks Bentley. The number of beers, high fives, and laughs I've had and shared with friends while listening to Joe Diffie songs are unmeasurable. All the life lessons I ever needed were in ships that don't come in. I just can't really believe it's gone. Or he's gone, sorry. One of the greatest country singers ever was always surprised how humble and kind he was whenever I was fortunate enough to be around him. My thoughts are with his family tonight and all of his fans like me that are in true shock. Hmm. I just thought That's that was... That's well great. Said. And everybody who talked about Joe Diffie, all the stars that posted about it yesterday were like, he was the kindest, most helpful, like encouraging guy, uh, just from all different realm walks of the country music too. You know, like the new guys, like, like a Jimmy Allen for, you know, a black guy in country music. And he told him, man, don't stop doing your thing. Don't worry. You dress and you do what you want to do. Keep being you. Cause somebody needs to hear that message. And I thought ah, that's really cool. Would you like to know? It looks like, and I'm doing my research here, it looks like I got the song that for the song So Help Me Girl. You guys said that was a good one, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, it was one of these two songs that was the problem for him to get number one. You tell me if both of these are better songs. Uh, it's either Sold by John Michael Montgomery. Dang it. I've got three. It looks like it's one of three. Sold by John Michael Montgomery, which was three weeks number one. Shania Twain, Any Man of Mine, two weeks. And oh, Tim Lord, McGraw's right. I Like It, I Love It, five <laughs> weeks number one. He deserved to be number two for that song. That's a bummer. That's just bad timing, man. Yeah, those are, you literally have a great song, but you have three of the greatest songs of all time. The other one that's right there is You're Gonna Miss Me When I'm Gone, Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> it's one of those multi-number oh. one Type and, songs. And I can love you like that. John Michael Montgomery is there. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. you're in trouble. That's why you get stuck at number two, I guess. For sure. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And David Lee Murphy well, dust in the bottle the week after. Holy smokes. Wow. And then check yes or no, George Strait, four <laughs> weeks. That's a that's a run of some pretty quality, long standing, you know, still hold up kind of songs, you know? That's crazy. I mean, that is that is it just 1995. Go look up 1995 in country music, and you will see there's no room. Maybe Apparently let me see. Not. I'm just gonna find a song I don't know, and I'll say this would have been before Joe Diffie's song had a shot at number one. Tell me if you know these songs. Are these ones I don't recognize. This woman and this man. Clay Walker. Is that a good one? Is that better than Joe Diffie? That's a good uh, song, but it's it's not it's not better than I would that say, one. I don't think. Yeah, not. A good song, not better. And again, these yeah. would have been too early. These were like right the week that Joe Diffie released his song. Uh, Wade Hayes, Old Enough to Know Better. 
old enough to know better, but still too young to care. And Fun then, song, but not better than So Help Me Girl. Okay, and which is better? No. So Help Me Girl or Pam Tillis, Mi Vida Loca? Living Mi Vida Loca. No, uh, not better. No, not better. Then that was right when, that would have been, he would have had to go number one the week he released it, which is not really feasible. Right, no. right. Gosh, dang it. All right, well, I mean, great songs. Dude, did I end up did I end up playing all the ones that you got unloaded for me today or did I miss one? I think one, so. Slim? We're going you know? we're still I'm still going to try to get that the ship's song in. Okay. All right, I we'll see what we can do there again. We're having it. a few problems. Right? Oh, did we lose yeah. you? Oh, there he is. Hello, Jay. Yeah, did, did, you cut, did, I, did I cut out? We had lost you yeah. for a second. We're having we're having a few from Q. It's that time of the morning, guys. This is what happens. Our computers get tired. They just want to lay down and take a rest, and I'm going to allow mine to do it right now. Kevin James, like a clown nose, or are you that. balancing a ball like a like bouncing seal, a ball like, like a, a seal? seal. <laughs> <laughs> no way they'd notice. Why are you naked? The Jay and Kevin Show on mm. the Big Ninety Nine Nine Coyote Country. Not gonna lie, that Joe Dippy song got to me, man. That was, I know that song very well, but for some reason, I mean, you know, I guess you know all the stuff you go through, and then you know Joe Dippy passing, and just sometimes weird stuff grabs you at the weirdest times where you don't. I knew it was coming. It wasn't a surprise, but man, isn't that weird how that happens sometimes? Oh, absolutely. It, it's happened to me a few times throughout this. The Joe Diffie thing is one of them for sure. Uh, thought I was good. Listen to some upbeat Joe Diffie songs, and you listen to that song, and it gets you every. Yeah. I mean, just gets you every time. And it really does. Uh, I mean, I'll admit that the that Lady Antebellum thing that we have posted on our uh, Coyote Country page, right? On the Facebook page there, you got to go check it out, or it's on our Instagram as well, where it's just Lady Antebellum singing from home and their post, and just I, 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 something about it just completely got me. Where, you know, it's like, eh. and a little separation with loved ones always makes it tough, and so it's like, gosh darn it, it just this is those times where some things are gonna definitely get you and make you emotional. All right, Slim, are you ready to kick off our final thoughts? I am. All right, let's do it. So Carol Baskin killed her husband, but I don't think she fed him to the tigers. I think she drugged him and put him in the ocean. Final thoughts. Kevin. Huh. I guess I'll be why I got to watch that this week. I got to get, I got to get up on the tiger King jokes. I'm just not there yet. And I'm that's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's the part of that thing. That's real. Yeah. That's not a joke. Oh yeah. I, sorry. I just meant like the, you know, being able to understand it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want it so bad now. Uh, what else I want really bad is I've realized, and I hope this is okay to say on the air, but uh -oh. uh, I, I need one of Judy's passwords because, like, you know, we share – she has my Netflix and my Amazon Prime and some of that stuff. But the one I don't have, I have Hulu, but, but they I don't have – Disney Plus, oh, and she DJ. does. And last week, there was a day where we watched some Disney Plus, and whoa, 
Oh, whoa. There's all the Disney movies on there, first of all. Uh, uh, we also watched Cheaper by the Dozen. What nice. A, what a great movie. That's what awesome. A, what a fun little movie. So it was one of the, I just got hooked on like wanting to be able to watch some Disney Plus. So I'm going to have to see if uh, I'm hoping, hoping she'll share that password with me. Okay, Kevin, I have not seen. It was in my generation, too. I just never saw it. I have not seen the movie Heavyweights. Have either of you guys seen that? Nope. Okay. Heavyweight. Uh-uh. Apparently, it's a great one. That's on the list of movies to watch tonight since The Bachelor's done a couple weeks ago. So, But that, again, Disney Plus has all these movies that are giving people a lot of great nostalgia. Yeah. I love it. I, I did watch a uh, romantic comedy that Jay had talked about last week, which was the uh, <sighs> He's Just Not That Into You. Okay. Is that it's got yeah. a bunch of stars in it. Jennifer Aniston, Bradley Cooper, Scarlett right. Johansson. Who, I mean, there's, there's a ton of people in the movie, but uh, Ben Affleck. It was great. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was just a perfect romantic comedy. Final thoughts. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Failure to launch. Oh, good I, movie. Yes, Watch. It is. yes, I have seen that. That is a good movie. My wife had that on yesterday when I woke up from a little nap. Forgot how funny and good that movie is. You get you get a laugh, you get a cry, you enjoy it all. And Slim, only weirder than uh, Joe Exotic, is that Doc guy. That guy's super creepy. He like runs a cult. He's a psycho. Doc Antle. That guy's wild, man. That guy. Hey, is let me just Kevin. tell you. I'm just gonna tell you facts. I'm just gonna tell you facts. Everything in my life is normal. I'm not gonna really address the fact that I have six wives, but I'm a totally normal guy, and I'm going to place judgment on all the other people on the show. And I'm totally a great guy, but I do have six wives, and I kill tigers. <laughs> I was just a complete Dude. weirdo.